The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. To my successor, whoever he or she may be. Number one, stay close to the Americans, stick up for the Ukrainians, stick up for freedom and democracy everywhere. Politics in general has taken total legal defenses. Changing one man at the top of the Tory party won't make any difference. It won't fix the problems. Let's have a fresh start for Britain. Let's have a real change of government. You're listening to Bloomberg Westminster, your daily guide to British politics. I'm Ewan Potts. And good afternoon, I'm Caroline Hepkip. So coming up on today's programme, Sunak and Truss are squaring up for a summer of political fighting. We're going to hear from the Tory MP Raymond Chishti, who had a brief and perhaps a bit of a quixotic go at becoming the Conservative leader himself. He now supports Rishi Sunak. Plus, do Brits want the new Prime Minister to hold a general election? Craig Watkins from Cantar Public UK will give us the very latest polling. OK, well, Ewan, have you ever had to run in a popularity contest? Well, uh, funnily enough, when I first arrived at university, I did actually run to be my, my hall president. Uh-huh. Uh, I was a precocious little so-and-so. <laughs> um, and I lost. And I was, actually, I was actually very upset. Really? Yeah. What I was, was the campaigning of... like? What did you have to do? Well, it was quite fierce, really, with the posters and there were hustings. There were a lot, at least there was at least one hustings, anyway. Um, and there was a lot of you know, drinking down the bar. There was a lot of drinking involved. Bit of glad handing. Of, okay, this yeah. is sounding a bit more familiar. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I didn't lose badly, but I did lose, and uh, I think I was expected to win, and I was, I was And you were upset. pretty sore. Well, there you go. <laughs> it does sting, I think. I've been much ribbed in the office, because of course I was head girl at one of the schools that I attended, and someone did ask me whether that was a popularity contest. Of course it wasn't, though. It was just a it was just appointed by you, the teacher. So there you go. I have no particular experience, but I do sympathise. Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss uh, are now facing, of course, six weeks of going up and down the country. They've got 12 hustings and two more TV debates. I thought we'd done with the TV debates. Yeah, I think it's just the uh, just the start of the process, really. Interesting, actually, because... I thought they killed off the idea of TV debates. And you can see why with Labour putting out that attack video with the clips of uh, the candidates slagging off the government they've just been part of. Uh, I mean, it was pretty toxic stuff. And it was a long video, wasn't it? There were plenty of clips. Yeah, it was. There was a lot of material for the opposition. So you see why they don't want to do another TV debate. So interesting that they're going to do another two. I wonder if they're going to perhaps be a bit less brutal this time. I mean, the tone of the campaign so far has been... It's been it's been pretty harsh, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then there's still the mystery of actually how many uh, Conservative members there really are. It's not like they've got one database. I keep wondering when they are going to make this, you know, magical one database of all Tory uh, grassroots members. But that's another kind of issue. So actually polling and getting a feel for what they think about the issues isn't isn't always that straightforward yeah quite tricky they, they say it's about one hundred and seventy-five thousand, don't they but the party is but i've read loads of different figures 150 160 165 175 you know yeah we, we we just don't know but interesting that these polls have come out so far and they do suggest 
the, of the two, Truss is more popular. Mm. Uh, I, I read a, a, an editorial in the Mail yesterday, which is very strongly for Truss. Perhaps you might expect that. Interesting to see, I think, more on their uh, economic plans. Mm-hmm. Trust in a radio interview this morning um, saying that her plans to cut £30 billion of taxes would decrease inflation. Yeah, She says that the consensus uh, from the Treasury and economists for the last 20 years has not delivered growth. So really attacking not just Rishi Sunak's record, but really the kind of establishment view on, on taxes and economic policy. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt we'll hear more of that. Well, one person who knows a bit about how it feels to be in that Tory leadership contest, although pretty briefly, uh, and everyone in Westminster, uh, whilst they're talking about Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss, Raymond Chishti, in a move that surprised so many of his colleagues, actually ran for party leadership and dropped out within 48 hours. But we caught up with him earlier today because, of course, he has thrown his support behind Rishi Sunak. Well, look, let me first be very clear. I think the great thing about the Conservative Party is that we have immense talent across the board at every level. And now we've got final two candidates, both with, uh, with Rishi and Liz, who offer so much to our great country as we move forward. And for me, you know, as I made that decision, having not made it to the, the final stages, um, having backed uh, the Tom Tugendhat before this, was to look at now the options that we have with both Liz and also with Rishi, two brilliant candidates who have the skills at this point in time to deal mm-hmm. with the biggest challenge faced by our country at this point in time. And that is with regards to the cost of living and the economy. And for me, when you looked at that and with what uh, Rishi Sunak had done as a chancellor during the pandemic, I thought he was the one who had the proven track record of getting our country through the economic yeah. crisis we're now seeing. Johnson um, held office um, and his period uh, in number 10 was seen as chaotic at the very least. He's sort of left effectively in disgrace. How much um, are Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak really a break from that administration? Well, I think the the first point you say is that I stood for leadership myself within 48 hours. I wasn't planning it for, for months or years. And my campaign was for fresh ideas fresh people, creative thought, a merits-based system, aspirational conservatism. The situation then is, is as you went through the different parliamentary rounds of voting, we do have two individuals who have already been in government. So on that basis, I believe in a democratic process where the parliamentary party has decided uh, you know, that they would like uh, both Liz and Rishi to, uh, to, to, to lead our great country uh, and party as we move forward. So the choice was... Who do we have out the two, in my view, who could uh, best deal with the biggest challenge at this point in time? And that is with regards to the dealing with the economy. And my conversations how with you, Rishi was... Raymond, how I, can sorry, you call may, these fresh may, ideas? If I may, if I may, if I may um, yes. my conversation was with, uh, with Rishi. The, the vision I had <clears throat> for creative ideas, <clears throat> fresh spaces and merits-based system is something what Rishi said he, he wants to take forward. And I think... <clears throat> on that basis, the Conservative Party now, its members have a choice with regards to how we move, how we move forward. I think it'd be fair to say that your uh, putting yourself forward was something of a surprise to many of your <clears throat> colleagues. Were you were you taken aback at some of the reaction to to, to you putting your name forward? I think the the reason I put myself forward, uh, I think on Tuesday, on Thursday night, when you saw the situation unfold quickly and at the pace that it did, you know, you, I never imagined the scale of pace that was going to take place and the Prime Minister stepping down. 
And you saw the number of individuals who were putting themselves forward. And I thought at that point, you thought, well, actually, you know, I have something to offer my party to and our great country. Having been a parliamentarian for 12 years, from being the most, representing the most marginal seat in the country, 15 votes to 15,000 votes. <clears throat> and then you thought with campaigning with a brilliant, wonderful team in Gillingham and what you've done on the back benches with private members, bills on mental health, animal welfare, and submissions on foreign policy, defence and security review, uh, working in partnership with our former brilliant national security advisor, mm. Sir Mark Lyons Grant. It was the point to say, look, we have to step up and show there is talent across the party. And to be honest with you, I didn't have the resources. I wasn't planning it for months or years. But what I did say, for me, the vision was a fresh start, fresh ideas, um, and okay. with uh, fresh people to take our great country forward on aspirational conservatism. Okay. And I think do you think that, I'm sorry, do you think that you can hope for a cabinet job, let's say, in Rishi Sunak's, um, if it were to be Rishi Sunak uh, as prime minister? Is that what you would be after? And then would it be as a cabinet of a tax and spend government, effectively? I think my conversation with, um, with uh, the different individuals that I spoke to for the leadership of our party was pretty clear, and that's what I put out on the, uh, in the media. And it was, I want, uh, you know, in, with regards to individuals serving at, at the cabinet level, to be the brightest and the best and a merit-based system. I said that from the very beginning, at the very outset. Why the insistence on talent. that, though? Is that because that has not been what has been happening? I think, if I can be as frank, and I've answered this before, if you look at successive governments that we've had, and it happens under different governments, and it happens under different leaderships, the individuals get appointed with regards to who they back, which part of the debate they were on Brexit, and you end up with a situation, sadly, which we saw at the, in, in the current times, where we had uh, the uh, government, in my view, they weren't, it wasn't with regards to the brightest and the best individuals, and that's why we the government faced the difficulties it did. Massive talent. We need to ensure, and I think Rishi's made it very clear to me, he, the, the government that he will lead will be based on the brightest and the best. And for me... Whatever the future holds, I look forward to working with whoever the next leader is in serving our great country. Liz Truss, uh, speaking this morning, says that she's from uh, a very different background. Do you worry that Rishi Sunak's background is going to be a problem when it comes to the general election? Well, look, I think, let me put it very clear. I think I come from a very modest background myself. You know, um, having first come into the, uh, the United Kingdom at the age of six, um, not speaking a word of English, and then first off to university to read law and being a young lawyer, and then in Parliament. Richie also comes from a, uh, a family background, of aspirational, uh, aspirational background, where his parents came to our great country and where he worked hard and was able to succeed in life. So, so for me, uh, it, he has you know, his deep commitment in aspirational conservatism, and he has so much to give with his experience and skills on addressing the biggest issue that we have, uh, which is with regards to jobs, and the economy uh, as our country faces Raymond, just one like last thought. Raymond, if you, won't, if you don't mind, who do you think that the Conservative base are going to go for, in your view now? I mean, there, there is six weeks of campaigning, so Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak will put forwards their ideas. Um, who do you think that the... Uh, Tory members are going to go for and I appreciate that you can that you talk about Rishi Sunak being from a modest background but he is married to a multi-millionaire and that has and the tax arrangements of his wife are the issue that that people have been concerned about when it comes to the electorate well I think that let me let me answer that see the fact is for me you know what will the conservative uh, membership look at I think you know the point that I looked at who is the best person 
to lead our great country at this point in time with the best skills to deal with the biggest issue you know, facing our country. And that, if you ask everyone the question, is, uh, is the economy. And Rishi, from what he did during uh, the pandemic and COVID-19, saved 11.6 million jobs you know, through the furlough scheme. And I think for me, if you look at it, who is best placed to deal with that? And I think on that basis, judge the man for what he has delivered in government at the highest level. And I think our country needs somebody who can deliver and take us forward as he did on the economy as we face the big challenges like other countries around the world with the cost of living. And I think he's the person who can, take, who can do that for us. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. You're joking. Not another one? Oh, for God's sake, I can't honestly, I can't stand this. There's too much politics going on at the moment. Well, not everyone agrees, but nearly half of Britons think that there should be a general election following the announcement of a new Conservative leader. That is one of the findings of Cantar Public's latest barometer that's out today. And joining us now, Craig Watkins, who is Chief Executive of Cantar Public UK. Craig, thanks so much for being with us again on Bloomberg Radio. So, um, quite a lot of support actually in the country, perhaps surprisingly, for another election. Why do people want it? I, I, I mean, it's, it, it is it is interesting. It's such a high figure. It's nearly nearly half of the people that, that we polled said that there should be a general election. Um, one might think about whether or not that's due to, to people wanting a kind of a democratic choice about who the next prime minister is. When you kind of dig into the figures, a half of those who voted Conservative in the last election don't want another election. Um, 68% of Labour voters do want an election. So, you know, there is some political thinking going on there around um, maybe Labour voters thinking that this is the time um, for a, a Labour government um, chance to get in. Um, but also younger voters, 18 to 24-year-olds and up to 35-year-olds, um, 60% of them want, a, want, want an election, um, which, is, which is interesting. So you've got that that difference between Labour voters and younger people um, keen to have a choice. Mm, and a very large proportion of people who work on uh, political radio programmes, I believe, also keen yeah. on elections. Um, what do people think about Boris Johnson staying on over the summer? So, again, there's a, you know, the, the, the top line figure, half of people say Boris Johnson should step down immediately and somebody should, should take, else take over as caretaker until a new leader is appointed. Um, but again, if you look at Tory voters from the last election, two-thirds of them um, are he should stay. Um, and then if you look at uh, those that voted Labour, 70% think he should go immediately. So very much drawn on, on kind of party political lines, I think, in terms. Um, but top-line figure, half of people saying he should, he should step down immediately.
Mm. Uh, now, look, all of the economic um, policies are the thing that we focus on at Bloomberg and that have caught my attention, frankly, with what Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak and the other contenders have been talking about. But actually, out there in the country, what do people want the new prime minister to focus See, on? Yeah, and this is this is actually quite fascinating. So when you look at the, again, you know, the, the, the summary figures, the top three are growing the economy, and increasing the NHS capacity, that they, they kind of tie on 47%, with reducing taxes coming in at just under 40%. But if you go beneath that, and you look at what Tory voters are saying, bearing in mind that it's Tory party members who are going to choose the next Prime Minister, growing the economy is way up there, 58%. Increasing NHS capacity, 50%, so still a significant amount. But the next biggest priority for Tory voters is reducing immigration at over a third and reducing taxes and um, reducing income tax and reducing national insurance contributions are much lower and, in fact, are more popular with Labour voters than Tory voters. Mm. So there's an interesting kind of, I suppose, the difference around what Tory voters are saying should be the priorities and actually what the candidates may think people want, want as policies. If you look at you know, how to tackle cost, uh, cost of living, it's all about removing VAT from energy bills and cutting fuel duty. It is not income tax and national insurance contributions. Yeah, that is so interesting, isn't it? It's about the framing of this debate <clears throat> that's so important, cost of living versus growing in the economy. And they're quite different ideas, aren't they, Ewan? Yeah, interesting that uh, uh, Labour voters are keener on tax cuts than than Tories. That's 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 really quite surprising, isn't it? That's uh, that will be interesting to the to the candidates as well, of course, because that's been so central so far to the uh, to the, the Tory leadership yeah. race. Absolutely, the, the, you know that what's on offer is reducing income tax, you know, reducing national insurance contributions, when actually those are not the the things that the people that we're asking are telling us are key to them. And regardless of party political leanings, it's VAT on energy bills and it's cutting fuel duty, it's windfall tax on gas companies. It's, it's you know, in effect, a very much a direct action to tackle those things that have increased most in people's kind of household bills that people want action taken on, um, which I think is, is, is interesting information for, mm. for our, you know, for the, Tory party leader candidate and for the Labour Party. What are some of the wider views around uh, economic issues and around uh, taxes and inflation? So, I mean, as you would expect, there's increasing pessimism. Um, two in three people think the economy is doing worse than it was a year ago, um, and that continues to increase. Um, nearly half think that the economy will be doing worse in a year's time than it was a year ago. Um, and, and more than half now, so nearly 60% are finding it harder to meet their monthly household budget. Um, and that, you know, is much higher than it was just seven months ago. Mm. So it is, I mean, as I say, as you would expect, there's increasing pessimism. That, that pessimism and experience of hardship is much more focused on the older working age mm. um, individuals. 
Yeah. Um, so that's sort of how people are feeling. Yes, perhaps no surprise given. I mean, although we've got uh, a lot of employment, you know, inflation is just so high, more than 9%. Um, people are really feeling that squeeze. But look, what do what do the voters that you're speaking to want to see in the new leadership? I mean, we, we were hearing from Conservative MP Chishti just earlier um, on the programme, and he was very focused on it being competent about promoting people who've got uh, good skills within government. Um, you know, kind of the opposite, I suppose, of what the Johnson administration has been seen as prioritising loyalty rather than competence. I mean, is that the sort of message that has got through to voters? What Do they think they're going to be better off with somebody else? Well, that's that's an interesting question. It seems to be split pretty much across the board in terms of... um, a, if we if we ask about whether or not people think that you know the party will be better off or, or, or the country, it's you know a third think neither better nor worse, um, nearly a third better off, um, and about twenty percent be worse off. So I don't think there's necessarily a um, a lot of optimism being placed um, in in terms of, of this kind of change of leadership. It is very much split that people are either it will make no change or 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 it will make things worse. Um, and it's clear, you know, people in terms of their policy priorities for government, it's, as you'd expect, reduce the cost of living, um, invest in the NHS capacity and grow the economy, um, you know, which are, are very clear kind of signals for, for, yeah. for the government. Mm, it's interesting to see how the how far the Conservative members want to go for uh, a, a fresh face. Of course, in a way, n- neither of them are, are fresh faces, really. They're both uh, very much at the heart of, uh, of of the existing government. But I think uh, Truss, at least, is trying to uh, paint herself as, a, as more of a, a break from the past than, uh, than, than Sunak. Just talk us through the uh, headline uh, voting figures. And I think these are, these are changes on, on a, a month ago, aren't they? Yeah, so kind of slight changes and... and and we perhaps should not read too much into it, but Labour continue to to, to lead um, at at thirty seven percent, Conservative at at thirty three percent. So it's it's and no change at Liberal Democrats at, at, at thirteen. So it's kind of relatively stable, but Labour still leading. Um, and it will be interesting to see how that tracks over the autumn mm. as as a new leader kind of takes takes place. Um, yeah. I mean, we didn't we didn't ask the question this time round, but we know from our previous polling that one of the consistent themes is trust in people in in senior leaders, be they Labour or or Tory, and people's you know pessimism about whether or not they're being told the truth. Okay, yeah, I, I've got a question though for you, Craig, on on diversity. There's quite a bit. Um, I don't know, perhaps it's just journalists focusing on it, but there is quite a bit reported around gender, race and thought diversity within this kind of uh, leadership lineup. Do voters have views on this? I mean, it's going to be, I mean, what, it would be the Conservatives' third female leader. Labour hasn't had us, hasn't had one at all. A lot of the other major political parties have had female leaders. Is, is that an issue that's um, breaking into the kind of thinking of voters? It's not. It's not something that we've 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 seen. We've not directly asked um, any questions about the leadership candidates because we were aware that by the time that we got to this point, yeah. there would only be two left. Um, but it is, yeah, as you say, it's it, it's it will be 
it's an interesting kind of um, you know look at what 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 do different um, individuals bring in terms of their diversity of thinking and what cabinet they create around them. Um, and, and in many ways, I think we you know voters want people to solve problems regardless. Of, of background, you do see, unsurprisingly, perhaps that there is a amongst Labour voters there is a there is a, a kind of a higher focus on on say more socially bedded issues around reducing, you know, improving the rights of minority groups mm. um, as opposed to Tory voters, um, reducing inequality between the poor and the rich. Um, and those, you know, those do tend to be split along party political lines um, when, for the people that we are. Bloomberg Westminster. Listen weekdays at noon on DAB Digital Radio in London. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.